Shalom! Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible in one year, following the weekly Torah portions, and including readings from other portions of Scripture as well. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday. It's July 28th and the 10th of Av on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, the prophet Ezekiel received a rebuke for certain elders of Israel who were in exile. We can read about it in Ezekiel chapter 20, which says, Now in the seventh year, in the fifth month, on the tenth of the month, certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the Lord and sat before me. Nebuzaradan burns the first temple. We can read about this in Jeremiah 52, verse 12. Now on the tenth day of the fifth month, Nebuzaradan, the captain of the bodyguard, who was in the service of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He burned the house of the Lord, the king's house, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Even every large house he burned with fire. The second temple continues to burn. Tradition says this occurred in 70 CE. Israeli security forces commence forcibly expelling circa 9,000 Jews from their homes in Gush Katif and the other Jewish communities of Gaza as part of Prime Minister Ariel Sharon's plan of unilateral disengagement. This was in August 15th, 2005. And then lastly, today in history, this is the ending of the three weeks of mourning from the 17th of Tammuz to the 9th of Av typically called Ben HaMetzarim, the time between the straits. So our Torah portion today is going to be Va'eschanen, and it means in English, and I pleaded. Before we begin our Torah portion, let us go to God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Messiah, our master. Our first reading from the Torah today is going to come from Deuteronomy. It is chapter 5, verses 22 through chapter 6, verse 3. Again, it's Devarim, and we are beginning in chapter 5, verse 22. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly on the mountain, out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice. And he added no more. He wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. And when you heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, you came near to me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, Behold, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen today that God does speak with man, and he lives. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God any longer, then we shall die. 
For who is there of all flesh that has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived? Go near and hear all that the Lord our God shall say and tell us all that the Lord our God tells you and we will hear it and do it. The Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me. And the Lord said to me, I've heard the voice of the words of this people, which they have spoken to you. They have said well all that they have spoken. Oh, that there were such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my mitzvot always, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go tell them. Return to your tents, but as for you, stand here by me, and I will tell you all the mitzvot and the statutes and the ordinances which you shall teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess. You shall observe to do therefore as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn away to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the way which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. Now this is the mitzvah, the statutes and the ordinances, which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that you might do them in the land that you go over to possess, that you might fear the Lord your God, to keep all his statutes and his mitzvot, which I command you, you, your son, and your son's son, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Hear, therefore, Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with you, and that you may increase mightily, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised to you, in a land flowing, with milk and honey. That is the end of our Torah portion in Devarim today. Now we're going to read from the prophets, and today's reading comes from Ezekiel chapter 32. Now it came to pass in the twelfth year, in the twelfth month, on the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, Take up a lamentation over Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and tell him, You were likened to a young lion of the nations, yet you are as a monster in the seas. You broke out with your rivers and troubled the waters with your feet and fouled their rivers. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, I will spread out my net on you with a company of many peoples, and they will bring you up in my net. I will leave you on the land. I will cast you out on the open field and will cause all the birds of the sky to settle on you. And I will satisfy the animals of the whole earth with you. I will lay your flesh on the mountains and fill the valleys with your height. I will also water the land in which you swim with your blood, even to the mountains, and the ravines will be full of you. When I extinguish you, I will cover the heavens and make its stars dark. 
I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give its light. All the bright lights of the heavens I will make dark over you, and set darkness on your land, says the Lord, the Lord. I will also trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring your destruction among the nations into the countries which you have not known. I will make many peoples amazed at you, and their kings will be horribly afraid for you. When I brandish my sword before them, they will tremble at every moment, every man for his own life in the day of your fall. For this is what the Lord, the Lord says, the sword of the king of Babylon will come on you. I will cause your multitude to fall by the swords of the mighty. They are the ruthless of the nations. They will bring the pride of Egypt to nothing and all its multitude will be destroyed. I will destroy also all its animals from beside many waters. The foot of man will not trouble them anymore, nor will the hoofs of animals trouble them. Then I will make their waters clear and cause their rivers to run like oil. Says the Lord, the Lord, when I make the land of Egypt desolate and waste, a land destitute of that of which it was full, when I strike all those who dwell therein, then they will know that I am the Lord. This is the lamentation with which they will lament. The daughters of the nations will lament with this. They will lament with it over Egypt and over all her multitude, says the Lord, the Lord. Now it came to pass in the twelfth year, on the fifteenth day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, wail for the multitude of Egypt, and cast them down, even her and the daughters of the most famous nations, to the lower parts of the earth, with those who go down into the pit. Whom do you pass in beauty? Go down and be laid with the uncircumcised. They will fall among those who are slain by the sword. She is delivered to the sword. Draw her away with all her multitudes. The strong among the mighty will speak to him out of the middle of Sheol with those who help him. They have gone down. The uncircumcised lie still, slain by the sword. Asher is there with all her company. Her graves are all around her, all of them slain, fallen by the sword, whose graves are set in the uttermost parts of the pit. And her company is around her grave, all of them slain, fallen by the sword, who caused terror in the land of the living. There's Elam and all her multitude around her grave, all of them slain, Fallen by the sword, who have gone down uncircumcised into the lower parts of the earth, who caused their terror in the land of the living, and have borne their shame with those who go down to the pit. They have set her a bed among the slain with all her multitude. Her graves are around her, all of them uncircumcised, slain by the sword. For their terror was caused in the land of the living, 
and they have borne their shame with those who go down to the pit. He is put among those who are slain. There is Meshach, Tobal, and all their multitude. Their graves are around them, all of them uncircumcised, slain by the sword, for they caused their terror in the land of the living. They will not lie with the mighty who are fallen of the uncircumcised, who have gone down to Sheol with their weapons of war, and have laid their swords under their heads, and their iniquities are on their bones. For they were the terror of the mighty in the land of the living. But you will be broken among the uncircumcised, and will lie with those who are slain by the sword. There is Edom, her kings, and all her princes, who in their might are laid with those who are slain by the sword. They will lie with the uncircumcised and with those who go down to the pit. There are the princes of the north, all of them, and all the Sidonians who have gone down with the slain. They are put to shame in the terror which they caused by their might. They lie uncircumcised with those who were slain by the sword and bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. Pharaoh will see them and will be comforted over all his multitude, even Pharaoh and all his army, slain by the sword, says the Lord, the Lord. For I have put his terror in the land of the living. He will be laid among the uncircumcised with those who are slain by the sword, even Pharaoh and all his multitude, says the Lord, the Lord. And that completes our reading in the prophets today. Now we're moving on to the writings and we're going to read from First Chronicles. And this portion is in chapter 12. Again, this is the Divrei Hayamim and we're reading chapter 12. Now those are those who came to David to Ziklag, while he was a fugitive from Saul, the son of Kish, and they were among the mighty men, his helpers in war. They were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left in slinging stones and in shooting arrows from the bow. They were of Saul's relatives of the tribe of Benjamin. The chief was Ahiezer, then Joash, the son of Shema, the Gibeathite, Jeziel and Pelet, the sons of Asmaveth, Barakah, Jehu, the Anathathite, Ishmaiah, the Gibeonite, a mighty man among the thirty, and over the thirty, Jeremiah, Jehaziel, Yohanan, Josabad, the Gedarathite, Aluze, Jeremoth, Bealiah, Shemariah, Shephatiah, the Herophite, Elkanah, Ishiah, Azarel, Joazar, and Joshabim, the Korahites, and Joela and Zebadiah, the sons of Jeroham of Gedor. Some Gadites joined David in the stronghold in the wilderness, mighty men of valor, 
men trained for war who could handle shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and they were as swift as gazelles on the mountains. Ezar, the chief, Obadiah the second, Eliab the third, Mishmanah the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Yohanan the eighth, Elzabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, and Mahabani the seventh. These of the sons of God were captains of the army. He who was least was equal to 100, and the greatest to 1,000. These are those who went over the Jordan in the first month when it had overflowed all its banks, and they put to flight all who lived in the valleys, both toward the east and toward the west. Some of the children of Benjamin and Judah came to the stronghold to David, David went out to meet them and answered them, If you have come peaceably to me, to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if you have come to betray me to my adversaries, since there is no wrong in my hands, may the God of our fathers see this and rebuke it. Then the Ruach came upon Amasai, who was chief of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, O David, and on your side, O son of Jesse. Shalom, shalom to you, and shalom to your helpers, for your God helps you. Then David received them and made them captains of the band. And some of Manasseh also joined David when he came with the Philistines against Saul to battle. But they did not help them, for the rulers of the Philistines sent him away after consultation, saying, He will desert to his master Saul to the jeopardy of our heads. As he went to Ziklag, some from Manasseh joined him, Adna, Josabad, Jediael, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, and Zilathai, captains of thousands, who were of Manasseh. And they helped David against the band of rovers, for they were all mighty men of valor and were captains in the army. For from day to day, men came to David to help him until there was a great army, like the army of God. And these are the numbers of the heads of those who were armed for war, who came to David to Hebron, to turn the kingdom of Saul to him, according to the word of the Lord. The children of Judah, who bore shield and spear, were 6,800 armed for war. Of the children of Simeon, mighty men of valor for the war, 7,100. Of the children of Levi, 4,600. Now Jehoiada, was the leader of the household of Aaron, and with him were 3,700. And Zadok, a young man mighty of valor, and of his father's house, 22 captains. Of the children of Benjamin, Saul's relatives, 3,000, for until then the greatest part of them had kept their allegiance to Saul's house. Of the children of Ephraim, 20,800 mighty men of valor, 
famous men in their father's houses. Of the half-tribe of Manasseh, 18,000, who were mentioned by name to come and make David king. Of the children of Issachar, men who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, their heads were 200, and all their brothers at their command. Of Zebulun, such as were able to go out into the army, who could set the battle in array with all kinds of instruments of war, 50,000 who could command and were not of double heart. Of Naphtali, 1,000 captains, and with them with shield and spear, 37,000. Of the Danites, who could set the battle in array, 28,600. Of Asher, such as were able to go out into the army, who could set the battle in array, 40,000. On the other side of the Jordan, of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and of the half-tribe of Manasseh, with all the kinds of instruments of war for the battle, 120,000. All these were men of war who could order the battle array and came with a perfect heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. And all the rest also of Israel were of one heart to make David king. They were there with David three days, eating and drinking, for their brothers had supplied provisions for them. Moreover, those who were near to them, as far as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali, brought bread on donkeys, on camels, on mules, and on oxen, supplies of flour, cakes of figs, clusters of raisins, wine, oil, cattle, and sheep in abundance, for there was joy in Israel." And that finishes our readings and the writings. Our last reading today is going to come from the Apostles, and we're reading in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Finally then, brothers, we urge and exhort you in the Lord Yeshua, that as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, that you abound more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Yeshua. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in sanctification and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and wrong a brother or sister in this matter. Because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as also we forewarned you and testified. For God called us not for uncleanness, but in sanctification. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given his Ruach HaKadosh to you. But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that one write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. For indeed, you do it toward all the brothers who are in Macedonia. 
But we urge you, brothers, that you abound more and more, and that you make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, just as we instructed you, that you may walk properly towards those who are outside and may have need of nothing. But we do not want you to be ignorant, brothers, concerning those who have fallen asleep, so that you do not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Yeshua died and rose again, even so, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Yeshua. For this we tell you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will in no way precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the shofar of God, and the dead in Messiah will rise first. Then we, who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. What a comfort it is. That was our final reading today in the Apostles. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice in this year's cycle, go ahead and continue your readings in John chapter 3. That finishes our readings for today. Uh, This is Sarah Ruth. I have been reading for Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.